And welcome back to... What are we at? Episode 15? 14? No, we did 14. 15. Oh. 15 episodes. Well, technically 16. This is us being prepared. Uh, damn right yeah. it is. Uh, okay, so episode 15 of Into the Mash. Welcome back, everyone. We are uh, doing something a little different. Two brews in one week. Sunday brew. It's a Sunday brew. Sunday morning. Um... So, uh, my current brew is a coffee. Oh, and the nectar of life. It'll, it'll change very soon, though. Uh, it's almost noon, which means I'm going to get my beer on very soon. <laughs> a beer. Half a beer. Half a beer. Um, so. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not bad. Uh, I want to, uh, wanna, wanna, wanted to introduce you to... Um, the end of this month, um, all public indoor locations of Nova Scotia becomes mandatory masks. Yes, I've I heard this. Yeah, we're, we currently have it on public transit. It's fine, right? But it's... Yeah, you're packed into a moving tube. You're in a very together. close space, sure. But they were, I think they were at like half capacity on public transit until, yeah. until they put that mandatory mask in. <laughs> So it's good that people can get around at least. Ah, crows. Those are definitely getting picked up. He's laughing at us. Fuck you, crow. <laughs> you and your dandelions. Yeah. Um, anyhow, so the mandatory mask situation joins us here in Nova Scotia for indoor public locations, which brings me to, do you remember back in Ontario when um, the no smoking or the smoking ban kicked in when it was you had to be like four meters from a, the opening of the door or uh, all restaurants became non-smoking okay. all, all like all bars and pubs like there was no more smoking sections there was no more anything no patio smoking no. nothing right so the way that some places uh, tried to circumvent it was because it was listed as public um, public places so they started charging membership fees. So it's private place. It's a private industry. You know, and so I like the aspect of being outdoors. I don't like the crow, though. <laughs> it's not that I can do about it, but I just accept complain. And I'm good at that. Well, I think he's leaving. Uh, um, yeah, so I, I wonder if this is going to be attempted again. Right? I understand it's not going to be here forever. Or maybe it will. Who knows? Well, I think... I think Part of the intent of this is to open up the provinces across the country. They want they want to bring tourism back, yeah. according to Strang, not Strange, Doctor Strang. Yeah, it's like Krang. You don't remember that brain <laughs> thing inside <laughs> turtles? turtles? Yeah, yeah. Um, Doctor Krang um, trying to take over the world one mask at a time. Um, they said, uh, "Well, what would, well you, the, what would you rather?" The, pr- the, the premier wants tourism back. Yeah. Okay. Plain and simply, he wants to get money rolling back through this place. It's Atlantic Canada. Of course, you want some fucking money, right? There's no real industry out this way other than logging and fishing. And even then, you're having difficulty shipping all of that outside of the province, hmm. right? Um, this province is not known for dairy. It's not known for its wheat. It's known for the fishing and tourism. And so, yeah, get some money in this way. That's a great idea. 
but there's no there's no explanation as to why the masks especially non-medical masks well that's, yeah that's the thing we're kind of left guessing right what's the intention here is it to open up the provinces yeah what do you think it'd be worth it to have the masks in public indoor spaces if it meant the provinces could open up like your parents could come out and visit technically they can there is a there there is a uh, something and i told amanda to, to to text katie on this one uh they like you were allowed to come out here without actually having to quarantine uh, you can travel back and forth you can drive through Quebec. Can't drive. <laughs> so you can fly. You can fly from there to here, but you can't drive. Driving requires you to stop for fuel. Flying is a one-stop trip. But you're still going from one place where there's high levels of COVID yep. to another place where there's uh, one case in the entire province. Yeah. And you don't have to quarantine if you're flying from there to here. Yeah, uh, that, uh, Katie's got more info on that one. I don't. Uh, she she mentioned it. It was, but she she was trying to break down all of the uh, the the premiers and uh, Doctor Strang's fucking you know explanation. Which there are very few, but there are medical reasons to not have to wear a mask. One sure. of them is mental illness. Anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, even though the CBC's, you know, write-up of it didn't go in-depth, we, we ended up having to watch the entire, um, what, what were those called? Not Junction. Uh, junket, sorry, not Junction. Junket. Con- conjunction Junction. <laughs> no, no, no. Press conference. Uh, just give me enough time, I'll fucking remember what I have to say. You know, um, you'll get there. Yeah, I'll get there. Thank you for having faith in me. <laughs> the um, yeah, so the premier and Doctor Strang, they were explaining stuff. We had to go through that video to actually get the you know what what are the medical reasons? There, it's not just that there are some, but like disabilities um, and mental illnesses, right? Can help you qualify for not having to wear a mask. Like, okay, that's great, but. They're also stated that they're not policing it, and that they've asked very politely that the public not try to police it either. Yeah, right. That's not going to work. No. People you're, like to get up on their high horse any chance they yeah. get and cause problems. Yeah. Um, so you're going to have people videoing other people, like recording them, putting, uh, posting it on Facebook. Trying to publicly shame them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and some somebody is going to at some point snap and say, "Oh, is today the day you choose to die?" Why? Well, just this woman will be pushing up on some man who's mentally unstable, not wearing a mask, and it's like he he's just going to go ahead and just just clock her, and he, he's going to bust her nose, or he's he's, he's going to knock her unconscious, or something. Like it's it's just that is what's going to happen. It's so making it worse. We're creating a powder keg here. We what are. You're, what you're saying? Yeah, we are making this absolutely worse because some Karen is going to get upset uh, because she sees some somebody not following the rules that she has to follow, right? Even though she has no idea why she's following them, because nobody has any idea why we're following them. Well, this yeah, because it's all fear mongering, right? There's this is a complete power grab. How has this not happened with? other 
diseases in the past where they've been far more dangerous and there hasn't been the fear-mongering in the media. Not, like, even taking the whataboutism out of it, like, so, like, what, what yeah. about... You know what about yeah. the flu? Like what? What about HIV? What about all of this? Taking that out of the, the whole thing, yeah. You still haven't provided us any information to why the masks are are important, especially stating that they're non medical masks. Like a couple of years ago, we had we all had a problem with women wearing hijabs because it covered their face and we couldn't see who they were. But now we have to wear a mask. So is a hijab a mask? Yes. So I can wear a hijab. I can I can cover my entire uh, my entire body with fabric. Right. Um, I'm actually really planning on starting to make a scene, um, and I know Amanda's gonna fucking hate it. Uh, I I purchased a, um, a plague mask. Oh yeah, the right. the beak the, thing, the long beak yeah. thing. Yeah. So. Um, I'm going to start wearing that in public. Whoops. Yeah, I, so I'm going to walk through like Home Depot with a plague mask on. Um, uh, it, it's the ridiculousness is what I'm... You're going to put your, your phone in your front pocket with the camera sticking out recording your whole sure. walk through. Sure. Or See you, people's reactions. Yeah. Or you can film me from a, from a distance if you want to join me one day. <laughs> right? I, my, my whole point is that... I, it's it's absolutely ridiculous of what it's what become is become a gong show. It, yeah, like what what is what is protective, what is not protective, and they well non medical mask. I get it. If you want to make masks mandatory, provide everybody with an N95 mask. Okay. Now, I'll even I'll even pay for my mask. Just make sure I have one. Okay. But how long does one mask last? Last one, one time. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So as long as there is a mask available that I know is a medical mask, that I have no problem with this concept of mandatory masks. But just covering my face for no reason, uh, a it won't do anything. I've I've got a beard. Like my non you know uh, face sealed mask because of my beard, and it's not a hypoallergenic beard either. Not that many beards are hypoallergenic, but it's it's not like it's going to be doing anything. Yeah, you know there was. Uh, it's it's just keeping the visualization of the fear around. It's testing compliance. Exactly. Are we doing what we're told? You know, and if we're do- we're following the the rules you know, that that are arbitrarily put in place, well, then what else can they get away with? It's just small little power grabs at a time. Well, it's happened for generations, right? I didn't think we lived in that type of country. Last year, I wouldn't even considered that as a, as a, an option of a country that we're, we're essentially living in in Stalin's era. Well, Putin's era is not too far off either. But like, this is this is Stalin. Well, this is it's esque. Right, it's 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 like that, but it's not to the same degree. We're not like there aren't food lines around the block just to get a serving of gruel. There will be soon. Well, if as long as we keep bankrupting our country, yeah, yeah, that seems to be the way it's going. There's a definite economic downturn that's going to happen after this. And and not only that, but then the the garden that you guys have is going to be, you know, pilfered by whatever neighbors don't have. It it's it's the land of the have-nots. Yeah. And we all know what happens. Yeah, we're definitely approaching some interesting times. You know, the... 
this starts with just everyone who are who are not being properly educated making stands like well just shut up and just wear the mask what does it matter and from there uh, you get the people who comply because of peer pressure I am pretty sure that we all understand that peer pressure is a bad thing we've, we've grown up to learn that it's a bad thing but here we are again all as adults getting peer pressured and bullied yeah, things things have changed since we we were growing up. Like we were taught not to see people by the color of their skin. Now the left wing is saying you have to and and to- recognize toxic the, the, whiteness. Yeah, and recognize y- your own color of your skin. Like why did it why does it have to matter? It doesn't. But it, saying that is racist according to and we we we've had crit- that conversation critical, many times critical that, race theory. Yeah, like it just why do we have to keep playing this stupid fucking game? That's all this is, is a fucking game. And it's a dumb game, and I don't want to play anymore. Because you can't win at a, at a game that goes nowhere, that has no ending, and the rules keep changing. The constantly moving goalposts. Yeah, that's part of the game. I, that's. I don't, I don't want to play that game. It's not something I find fun. Well, you, you watch that... Um book review with dave rubin and and yeah i reposted that up on facebook on facebook yeah, about the, 1984 the book review of 1984 yeah, yeah. it's uh seems to be quite pertinent right now yeah uh, they're just going to republish that book as 2020 <laughs> basically it's, it's happening um let's get something a little bit more fun because i I'm, I'm honestly sick of this shit so Let's talk about something fun. About, um, hey, the, uh, we're looking at spaces for the brewery, right? Yeah. We're, we're kind of just seeing what's out there, what's available, locations, that type of thing. Um, do you have a layout in mind? Do you see this as like a long rectangle, an L shape? Like, do you see maybe a big square? Let's start with the, the shape of the, the layout. I don't. I don't. I don't know how this is, is working because, like, I want to. I want to have an idea of the scale that we want to work at, right? Sure. That would give us an idea of the number of uh, unit tanks. Are we bright tanks? The canning line. Well, I thought we were doing everything in the in in, in the the all in ones, and they're they're different sizes of the all in ones in that case, right? Um. So you want to you want to finish the beer in the all-in-one? I think so, because so, they're all mobile to begin with. Right? I think we should look into the advantages and disadvantages of doing that, because okay. the whole time it's fermenting in there, you can't be brewing in it. You're, True, that that unit is shut down. Uh, but you're going to stagger unit by week uh, at least, and you're going to have multiple units. Hopefully, like, we already assumed that we were going to have at least four brewing units, whatever they happen to be. See, even that, that I was thinking, point. I was thinking even more than that. Like eight to ten, because um, it takes two weeks per. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna basically start off before you open the brewery. Yeah, you want a stockpile of. Yeah, and so you're gonna product. like, and you have at least one that is the same beer being just re- you know like 
as soon as two weeks is done, you're pumping it out. You're starting it again. As long as it's selling. Uh, well, your staples, right? You, yeah. you know, you know that you know. Like we are always going to have lager. We're we're going to always going to have an, a pale ale, right? And so that pale ale, if it start, you know, if it doesn't sell very well, then we kind of maybe go without one week, right? We brew it every two weeks, right? Right. Um, but it, that's part of the 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 brewery management is is you know watching the the, the sales and and. You know, managing yeah. the the you, you, you get it, you get it, you learn to you learn the flow of that location and yeah. the, the product. But right? that's long long after what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Like, we're just, we're just trying to see like what can we start with. Um, like I know that I would love to see us have a, a brewery the size of the Molson plant out in you know uh, Mississauga Toronto area, or is it the Labatt one? No, I think that's Molson. Uh, if we if we get to the point where we're, up, where we're scaling up that much would we not just get like a factory sized place out in the country a little bit yes yeah. just brew but out there have that and then we'd just ship it, ship it yeah. to wherever yeah we'd have you know, distribution to our either yeah. our own little brew pubs or uh, it's no longer a microbrewery in that case right um, so it becomes a bar cool right um, but in the but in, before all of that we have to start somewhere right um, now, have you peeked in the windows of uh, of uh, uh, any locations for lease? Well, the Old Biddies is, is one. I have passed by them like twice in the last few days. Like you went into the parking lot to have. I haven't. I haven't no, I just patent like driving okay. by them, and so they still have the kegs up in the front window. Uh, they took those ones down. Okay, but um, well, obviously they were they were either a, a delivery or sh- a shipment, one right. of the two. Right. So that that seems too small. Their, their location for what I've seen with their pictures on Facebook and stuff. Okay. But I mean, maybe it's perfect for them. What about their um, their units? Um, well, they look like the unit tanks that we've talked about, the Bruja. Okay. Right? Are, those, are those the size you were thinking? Some. Okay. Maybe I maybe have one that's like an easy sell, the, the everybody beer, the the golden bubbly right something like that it would be nice to brew like a mega sized batch of that like a the 20 barrel okay so but you you would if i'm understanding correctly you really want to have a couple of massive units that are not mobile are just yeah the stationary yeah they they are taking up a space in the back yeah okay. and then you've got hoses and whatever coming off the bottom of the conical to to take care of all that. Well, that pipe. Uh, at that point, I would imagine they'd be stainless steel pipe, right? If it's if it's stationary, there's no point to not have stationary piping. No, but there's like you have certain certain times when you need to switch out for a hose to fill with water, then switch to this to, to drain, and like I don't know everything I've seen of of how breweries run so far. They've they've had the tri clamp set up with with hoses like big industrial like fire hoses okay yeah I just but i mean maybe it could be that i'm i'm thinking too big for what we're looking for in the beginning we don't know that's that's what i mean like we we don't really necessarily know where we're going from the beginning it might just be that we have to start small like whole biddies to make sure that we with like the five barrel yeah like the like the three three five maybe seven barrel units right um 
you know, it, it, we, we might have to start there with just some, right? Yeah. Until we can start, A, making a name for ourselves, and two, know that our, our sales are going to out, like, uh, outweigh our, uh, our expenditures, right? Not saying that we have to be in, in the black. We're just not digging ourselves further into the red, right? Because right out, right, right out the gate, we are in the red, oh, definitely, yeah. We've right? We've got to... Make it profitable right away, somehow. Somehow, right? And, and luckily, it's alcohol that you know. And if it, if it tastes good, and we cover enough bases, then we can start making some money out of it. I don't I think know a lot if it'll be foot traffic at first. Um, well, there there might be uh, you know we'll have to like stir up some some controversy, and then you know the neighborhood and have people come <laughs> by. Um, you know, and they're like, "Hey, while you're here, have a sample of the beer." You know, <laughs> we'll we'll start a fight club in the parking lot, okay? <laughs> um, and then just the, while while people are trying to uh, recover from the previous fight, just give them a free half a pint. I and the, and they'll remember that. Yeah, they'll be like, "Hey, I remember that place that gave me free beer while I was punching the crap of someone else." Well, we're we're talking about the, this the size of this place. So you also want to put in a a little recording. I w- yeah, I would like a little recording studio. Not not much bigger than the current one that I have, but it's got to have enough room for a third person. Oh, at least. Right? Um, and if, if that's the case, um, you know, because w- once we have a, a like some kind of, you know, actual in-person um, interviews and whatnot, we need the space for them, but in the same case, I would still think we can go kind of mobile, right? It's not like we need these articulating arms for the for the mics all the time even though you do see them in the in the studio we could be using that or using the uh, you know using a headset yeah but i thought it was part of the part of the attraction of the place to have like the plexiglass panel and there's the it's it's different i was also thinking that having a somewhat professional recording space set up like that you could put it out on the podcast community hey if you need a place to record come out have a have a beer, shoot the shit. There you Whatever go. topic you're you're talking on, like I mean, you're pro free speech, right? I absolutely okay. So anybody doing a podcast or recording, come on out and do do your thing here. Yeah, but uh, we end up space. having to invest more money than than what I was initially thinking, right? Because right now I'm thinking less than three grand. Yeah, if we're going to be doing more of a professional recording studio, um, that people can record their own podcast too and whatnot uh may, may, like perhaps not uh, publishing and whatnot through us but just recording it here's your file right we'll put yeah. it in the cloud for you um does it really need to be that expensive to get a, a half decent quality recording out of it we're, we're talking like at least 10k seriously yeah like it we're gr- like good good mics like crazy good mics uh you know the the audio audio monitoring less so yeah um but you you like the recording equipment external not on a macbook right yeah that type of thing like we're we're talking in a good investment i'm not necessarily thinking that right away but future proofing that room is definitely an idea Mm -hmm. right where okay well this is as simple as throwing in an actual recording booth right yeah 
you know, um, like a, a producer little booth, right, where they're they're sitting there doing I all see. the right. While the while the conversation's happening, they're playing with the sound. They're playing sure with the sound, yeah. like all of that stuff, right? So, um, as it is right now, I do a lot of po- like post uh, post recording manipulation. Okay. Okay. Um, so, like, if there's a pop here or a, you know something in the background there, or um, I, I'm able to kind of tweak some things. I'm not really good at it, right? Um, I I may end up doing some kind of uh, online course for something like that as well. Who knows? Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm just gonna check on that mash. Uh, you're just gonna give it's it a quick stir. Oh, it's gonna say. Um. <clears throat> yeah, the the layout that I um, I think I I was more envisioning is is a straight rectangle. Um, where we have a servery in the front, um, some kind of kitchenette and fridge area, and then the brewery at the back. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the concept of, of the the current uh, microbreweries, where it's just stainless steel everywhere. Yeah, you know, I think and, we brought that up before, though. Yeah, or um, you also don't like the the wood everywhere. It, yeah, like it, I'm, I'm I want to kind of get rid get, get away from the trend of everyone's brewery looks the same. We're not. We're not the same as the last people, right? And so, if we just become another one of those places, then we get we get blurred into the mix, right? I want someone to go somewhere and have an experience with the beer, but not not forget who we were, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I want them to come in and like, hey, I want to be a regular here, right? Or I definitely want to come back and talk to those guys. Yeah, right. Like. I, I I would rather not be forgotten, and that's 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 all it is. It, it, I just want to be remembered as that was that brewery that had that thing, right? And you're like, yeah, we should go there. Like if that conversation comes up in anybody's con, you know, like you know, um, that conversation comes up in another conversation. <laughs> that if that line comes up in anyone's conversation of, you remember that place that had the recording studio? Yeah, let's fucking go there tonight. Yeah. That's what I want to have happen, right? Hey, you know that place that had that that also like sells like beer bread? Yeah, let's go get some fucking beer bread, right? <laughs> or, um, well, yeah, standing out in a crowd, very yeah, much so, because right? there is definitely a crowd here, and it's great. It's fucking awesome out here with all the the microbreweries and the the choices and different places. But trying to stand out in a crowd is is definitely important. Yeah, like and, and right now everyone's doing the exact same damn thing. Well, maybe. Uh, to be honest, I haven't been like I, I like the the brew pubs and stuff, but we saw it a little bit when we did our house hunting trip. But since we've moved here, I haven't really done much. So that's where we come in to, to our pub visits again. Yeah. Is that going to be possible with masks? Uh, from what I understand, if you are walking around in a um, in a public location like a like a bar or a restaurant you need to put your mask on but as soon as you sit down at the table you can take your mask off and are the tables spread out they are spread out yeah amanda and i went for sushi the other day okay like late in the day sushi uh, nami 
Uh, yeah, it was a new uh, Nami. You're right. Nice. Uh, it was the one out in Dartmouth. Okay. Out by the uh, the Dartmouth Crossing. Um, good spot. Good spot. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, so we we went out there, and that's the, the the one good thing. There was like very few children. Uh, very few people. It's not that it was really busy to begin with, but it was definitely nice to to be there and not have a ton of people. Yeah, we're going out tonight. And thank you for taking our kids, by the way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's been a while since we've done anything, just the two of us to get out of the house. And This is why you need to have older kids. Yeah, just I'm working on it. Okay? Next time, get older kids, <laughs> and then you don't have to worry about this shit. As much. Yeah. Actually, um, didn't Sam do that babysitter's course? He has, yeah. Yeah, I want to get Juliet into that so she can yeah. learn a little bit. I mean, there's been in, in, like times where... We've let her let her do some stuff in the kitchen or whatnot. She put a, a soup in the microwave for four and a half minutes, I think, but there was no water. So like the the noodle package bowl was in there. Wow! Yeah, burnt. Oh yeah, the house stunk for days. Nice. But yeah, so it was some some training. She's doing it wrong, by the way. I found a good recipe for a ramen. Oh yeah. You put three hundred and fifty mils in a saucepan. Okay. And um. Uh, no, so I, with not a pot. Yeah, so saucepan. Huh? Huh? Okay. Right, so like a one that has has a lid. Okay. okay. So because you need the lid. Um, but anyway, you put your 350 mils of water, and when that boils up, you put the uh, the brick of uh, ramen noodles in there. Mm-hmm. Sprinkle in the the sauce, the, the powder, and everything else. Yeah. Then, um, what you do is you. Wait for the, the noodles to get soft, and as soon as they're soft, you crack an egg over top. Yeah, okay. And then you put two, or I guess uh, you take a slice of, of processed cheese, cut it into two triangle shapes. Okay. So just kind of, and you put those on there, and then you cover it up. And the cheese and the egg, like the yolk, as soon as the you, know, you cover it up to, to cook the egg. Right. Um, but the, when the cheese melts and the yolk kind of goes through it, it becomes really creamy. So much better, hmm. so much better. Yeah, but processed cheese. Yeah, processed yeah. cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> See, I don't eat processed cheese normally. Yeah. I put it in here, and I'm like, this is good. Huh. So, yeah, give that a shot. We could make some for lunch today if you really want to give it. Like, if if, if you don't believe me, and I'll, I'll, I'm not arguing. Could totally make some. We've we have done the the raw egg into the ramen before. Yeah. In in different soups, not even just ramen, but but in the, in the boiled water. No, it's always been in the microwave. Oh, okay. So you just kind of stir it in and and let it cook, and oh. you just add some protein to the the dish, right? Yeah. But yeah, that sounds good. Um. So as I was thinking before of the the brewery layout, sorry, I got I got way off topic there. But you going out and whatnot, I don't even know how the hell we got around to ramen. But we're at ramen, and now we're going back to breweries. Um, I was kind of thinking the idea that that the like yes, you can see what's like the brewery itself. You want to be able to see this is where it's made. Yeah. But in the same case, you don't need to see all the fanciness of it. Like maybe you have a catwalk where you know that's what you can see, and you see you know like the the top of the the brewery. So somebody working up there, 
uh, walking back and forth, or you know, may, maybe it's a wash station for the kegs, or maybe it's a keg filling station or the cannery, right? The cannery was pretty cool. I, I like the idea cool. of it. Um, I, I love how adamant you are that that's where we need to start, because <laughs> I've never seen it in any of the microbreweries that I've been to. So I think that is that kind of a selling, like a kind of a kind of standing out. Yeah. Like, uh, not that these other places aren't doing it. I just normally I just see some guy filling a bunch of cans and then like one by one putting a lid on it, just like a, a like a, a wine bottle capper or a yeah. bottle capper. Yeah, you just kind of crank and it just you know spins the can, closes it up. Uh, but it's just usually just one guy pouring a bunch of beer into cans and then. That doesn't seem very productive to me. No. Um, so yeah, I thought I I, I would like to kind of have more of the attention on the front of the house than at the back of the house. Um, which makes it more of, more of a bar and less of a microbrewery. As long as the microbrewery is kind of peeking through, you know, it's like where, you know, you, you see a little of the magic, but don't show all of the magic because that's what everybody else is doing. Just like, this is how we do! And you're like, I don't fucking care anymore, right? I just don't. It, it, it doesn't matter how shiny your, your stainless steel is to me. I don't give a flying fuck. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's still a, it's still going to be a draw for some people that like that, but... Well, that's why you can still show some. Yeah, you have a, a wall separating and, and plexiglass that you can see, oh, here's all the the fermenters or conicals or whatever. Yeah. The, the other thing too that I've noticed is that a lot of these these places have started trying to drum up more attention to their business by hosting third party events, like come do a painting night. You know those painting yeah, nights where like yeah. this is what you want to paint, right? Bob Ross kind of painted it, so and then they take you through, step and then by step. like now you paint this, and they walk you through the the painting thing, right? Right. Um, or spin art, right? That's the other one spin art yeah where you pour you, it's not really spin art you pour a bunch of paint in the center and you kind of like slosh the thing around and eventually it coats the whole canvas okay. uh, and the, it's art stuff you'll see on Pinterest yeah yeah yeah. but they, they make these evenings um, uh, or somebody uh, ho- or somebody's hosting these evenings at this lo- yeah, like at, at the microbrewery yeah I wouldn't be entirely against it no I'm not against it but uh, that that is something that we could probably manage not not necessarily you know like if you know, if we make it available for or we have specific events or we that type of thing right what um do I, like uh, do we have a beer fest that happens i'm sure we do um there there's some something that happens out this way where it's uh there's got to be a rib fest and that's also beer fest. Yeah. Um, there, there was like a beer competition that I remember seeing out this way. Okay. Where where you bring your best brews. Speaking of best brews, um, I was talking to... Well, not really. I got a message from Zalatoris. Uh, he wants us to prep for the... Uh, for Wednesday's recording? Yeah. Okay. So for, for our next show. Um... And so, um, I, I, I'll need you to prep your top three or four 
because he, he asked for six, but I think that we can combine our six into three or four. Uh, your top favorite beers. Okay. Right? What would you put in your in your like uh, fantasy six pack? Okay. okay. So we're talking styles or specific? I think specifics. And only one of us can say the the honey wheat. So, <laughs> Sir Johnny, honey wheat. Uh, so, so whomever ranks that one higher in their list gets to use it. Okay. Okay. So if you like, let's say you rank it a two, and I rank my uh, rank it a three, I have to pick a, a you know my my next brew instead of the three. Okay. Because we're going to making a six pack out of the two of us. Sure. Yeah, and he's doing the same. He's uh, sure. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, like I've listened to a couple of his podcasts, and he's listed some beers that I've never heard of. A it's just of, they're local, right? Yeah, they're they're local Chicagoans. Yeah. Sh- is it Chicagoan? Chicagans. Chicaca. Chai Towners. No, it is Chai Town though. So it's. It's Chai Town. I gotta ask him. I'm gonna add it to the, quiz, the list of questions <laughs> we're asking him. It's like this is our prep. Right what now. to call a Chicago? A Chicagoan? Chicago. Someone from Chicago. <laughs> Look at you with your labels. <laughs> this just reminded me of um, Anchorman. <laughs> San Diego. We can say it's San Diego. San San Diegoans. San Diegoans. <laughs> Um, yeah. Milk so, was a bad choice. <laughs> oh, uh, we need a beer soon. We need a beer soon. The um, I got I got to thinking about um, uh, about about starting an um, st- starting a campaign towards. Um, some intro to our show so it's not just like and this is the next one like i think every episode so far starts like and this <laughs> you know like um and it's not even like the cool one like uh we doug a jingle a, a, a jingle would be nice but like um doug demiro has a as a youtube channel where he um he reviews cars okay, okay. and every episode of his starts with this is the and then he just rams off the name of the car right um, so you know that it's a it's a Doug Demuro video as soon as it starts because it's a this is and then like it's it's that one word right. I would like an intro that could potentially be fun to listen to, so I'm gonna start campaigning for one. Campaigning. Yeah, I'm gonna try to come up with a bunch of shit, uh, and then I'm going to uh, flood your inbox with a thousand fucking things, and you're gonna get sick of me until we agree on something that'll work for an intro. So one time we were talking about Fiverr and fishing for some... uh, Yeah, just getting some static there. Um, Fishing for some music to have an intro. But then there was another uh, app or website that you sent me some jingles from. What the the feedback? Are you touching your mic? Stop touching your mic. Jesus Christ. I don't know what the hell it's that gone. is. Maybe, it's maybe gone. I don't know. 
Um, yeah, uh, Fiverr was one of the things we talked about originally. Um, I don't think it financially right now we can go through. Okay, seriously, what is that noise? Is that you? Touch your phone again. <laughs> T- touch your phone again. No, the extra screen. Uh, hold on. Is it you? It sounds to me like the... When I load a web page on my phone. Well, then stop doing that. Well, I'm just looking up the Nova Scotia Craft Beer Festival. It was canceled for this year. It was supposed to be March 21st. Oh, all right. Um, Yeah, I don't think we can afford a Fiverr campaign right now, right? Where we try to get a bunch of people to give us, and then we go through it. I think it would be great if we could. But we could probably come up with something a little... uh, That's not that, right? Um, Maybe steal... A short segment of a song, right? We can we can play that as as the the intro. We um, make our own jingle on our piano. Sure, just like it could be like bang 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 bang. Sarcastically bang. bad, yeah. Uh, we could do that. Um, I was thinking maybe even just kind of stealing a part of you know a, a song that we agreed upon, right? Just like hey, I like this song. You like this song. Let's steal a segment of this and you know, we just play that as we come into the thing and just introduce ourselves. And as we start talking, he's just in the background. And well, this is the, this is one of the problems that we, we have too, is that maybe a pre-recorded intro would be better so that we don't have to do that every time, but then you get into the whole, like, what we're doing right now with the ads. I fucking hate our ads. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> There's, they suck. They don't work. They Well, <laughs> they don't work. <laughs> but in the same case, it's really just it's a filler so that it's not just a crazy jump cut. Right. So instead of Elevating one crazy music. jump cut, we get two crazy jump cuts from us leaving the recording to uh, to to a an ad, uh, which is garbage, uh, and then from the ad back to our recording. Um, so you know, like there, there's no good way of doing this. It's just either it's a, a a fade in fade out jump cut, or we just don't do ads, right? And we just like look, we need to take a quick break, and then we can play maybe a little bit of music. And then bring us back. We could do that sure. as long as we ha- we use the same music clip every time. Uh, you know, we don't. We we can, may not have to pay a royalty as, as you know for for you know multiple music. Possibly. I don't know how the royalties and stuff work. Like, what about that that tune you used in the last episode? The elevator music is that. <laughs> I didn't pay anything for it. <laughs> I'm hoping that nobody sues me for it. <laughs> It's the fucking girl from Ipanema. <laughs> like, is that, yeah, it, but the song is old AF, and but somebody's got copyright stuff on. Probably, um, we like. I I just really wanted to use that because I thought it was comical. It was, um, but like I'm talking about like an intro here, and you know, that's the other thing too is that a lot of these podcasts that I've been listening to because I've been trying to find more and more guests that we can kind of in the beer related podcasting in the just in, in the podcast related world in the beer world um I, you know like uh, we don't necessarily have to just talk talk beer right we like oh, talking yeah. shit right talk so i'm open to anybody to you know uh, you know reaching out to us if i haven't reached out to you yeah um you know and like there, there are other people in the world too that um I, i'm okay with like if if you are one of our listeners and you want to plug something fucking go right ahead you know send 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 me a message and you can you can just just contact us via via twitter is the easiest way i would imagine yeah. right you know we're we're on twitter come on the podcast 
Uh, so far, if any of you don't know that we're on Twitter, uh, you can find us on Twitter at uh, twitter.com, and ours is uh, the at mash underscore brew underscore cast. So again, at mash brewcast. Um, same with Instagram, mash brewcast there. Um, Facebook is just mash brewcast without the underscores. I still have an only like a, an OnlyFans account. Only, only fans. Only fans. That's the one where the, uh, the porn is mainly there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but it, I don't know what we're doing with that. I mean, that might just. Are be, we posting there? We're, we're we haven't posted a damn thing there. We uh-huh. own it, but we uh, we're, we're not doing anything with it. Um. And, and if people want to buy us a beer, <laughs> you know where to go. Talking is easy. Yeah. <laughs> But drinking it makes it, it drinking makes it is easier, so buy me a beer. <laughs> well, wh- where are we at today? We, you you brought over our last available uh, Irish did you, red. Did you drink your your last Irish red? Yes. As I was going to call it the IRA, and you're like, we shouldn't call it that. <laughs> I'm like, but it's an Irish red ale. It's an IRA. And you're like, that's not a good thing. And I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> I suppose um, that depends on your perspective. Uh-huh. Um... Yeah, we we have one of those that the you know that's the other thing too. What we've been kind of doing is we've been so far up our, like our own asses that all we're drinking is our own beer. I get that the, we're trying to taste test our own beer, but uh, um, so we should at least bring one. We should. We should I'm, I, I'm thinking we don't drink our own brew on podcasts, but we do drink our own brew on beer cast or brewcast. Sorry, brewcast. Right. Um, so the podcast now being during the week and the brewcast being on the weekends every Sunday. Yeah. And so during the week, um, we get something else. It's a lot easier to pick up a beer yeah. during the week, yeah. right? Than it is on a Sunday morning, which we can't do. Cause here in Nova Scotia, the NSLC, Nova Scotia liquor consortium. So what it's co- something like that the liquor control board is it is it i don't know this is a <laughs> nslc is the liquor store here in nova scotia yeah and beer store but they're closed on sundays the nova scotia nslc uh liquor communists uh, <laughs> uh corporation really nova scotia liquor corporation <laughs> That's just a stupid name. Consortium. There you go. Corporation. Um, yeah. So during the week, I think we should we should drink other people's stuff so that we don't continually crawl up our own asses. It's only fair. Well, until our half of ice, and it's been really good beer. Uh, well, it's not it's not lost. True. We're just going to save it. We have a plan. I have a plan of attack. Uh, we have ten minutes before we're pulling the pipe to sparge okay so what's your plan so the plan of attack for that one um is we are going to empty all of the bottles into a keg uh once we empty the bottles into a keg we are going to purge that keg of all oxygen by force carbonation um it's uh something that uh we uh, that it can be offered to us by Noble Grape. Um, I did pick up a uh, a used Pepsi keg, um, 
and, and so we we can you know, obviously we're going to sanitize that first. Uh, it, it's been pressure tested and everything's good, but uh, we'll sanitize that. I'll uh, take all of the hef, and so I'll take the, all the hef with me. We'll fill it up, or I'll fill it up at Noble Grape. They will purge the keg, and then that can just sit, and it just needs to sit, relax in the in the carb. And that CO2 that's in there, it will 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 It'll make it dissolve so into the liquid. It'll dissolve into the liquid, but in the same case, it it will will avoid spoiling the beer. Right. Um, Then, once we have that keg, and it just kind of sits, we can start considering the Keezer concept. Yeah. Um, At this point, we have the temperature controller. We have a keg. We have a keg. So we, you know, the other pieces of the puzzle is a freezer, a little bit of lumber... CO2 tank and regulator and, and hoses. Yeah, and the, the CO2 kit, right? That has some kind of um, some kind of tap and a CO2 tank and regulator. Yeah. So um, that is the starting process to getting us to kegging, but in the same case, it's also going to help us salvage and save that beer. Good. Save the beers. Uh, we need we need a what if Teespring does like protest signs <laughs> save the beers like in, so we should uh, maybe somebody, have a chat with your dad about the CO2 and uh, well there was learn a little bit more oh, about what was that. the what was that website I said it was in was it Nuco Nuco.com and N-U-C-O where they do like um, full out systems and they'll t- like, and we're we're definitely gonna have to talk to them when it comes to the brewery, because there is a full CO two like uh, mix that you can get with nitrogen. Okay. Um, but like you can do that with certain beer. You can do them like just CO two. CO two adds a, a a little bit of um, is it bitterness? Is that the there, there's a, there's a flavor that the CO two actually does add to umami. To, it's not an umame feel. No, it's definitely not umame. Uh, it is not a good one. Right? It's a it's an acidic kind of bitterness. Uh, acidic is sour though, so somewhere in, in the world of sour and bitter yeah. lies carbon dioxide. Uh, but yeah, we can definitely uh, talk to the old man. But this company that I, that I found, and I'm pretty sure I sent you the link, didn't I? Or did I just? I'm looking back through my text messages right now to see if it's there, um, but. Few uh, chest freezers. Oh, new newco2.com. Uh, customized beverage system here, so like you can do, like they they do mixed gas, uh, a blend of their seventy percent CO two and thirty percent nitrogen um, for low low pressure systems. Um, for. Low pressure systems for for ales and lagers use 100% of their CO2 liquid bulk, and that kind of just fucking feeds into your system. There's a low pressure system that for for stouts, and that's where nitrogen mix comes in. Theirs is 25 CO2, 75% nitrogen in that one. So the high pressure one is a a low amount of nitrogen nitrogen for draft beer. Right, so that's the... Golden bubblies. 
uh, pretty much right. And well, the, the I, nitrogen's I would still for the consider the low pressure system regardless. Low pressure for ales and lagers. Okay, it's still one hundred percent CO two, but it, it's a low pressure situation. Um, usually, high pressure is like fountain drinks and stuff, right? Right. But the nitrogen is for the stouts, like the Guinnesses, like we're making today. The Guinness is it Guinness? 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 Guinnesses. Is that the plural of Guinnesses? Is that the plural of? I just gave you a plural word. <laughs> Um, Guinnesses. <laughs> Irish stout. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, you, you can do a nitrogen thing. Um, now, I, I wonder, in our case for this stout, um, when we go to bottle, keg it, whatever we're doing with this one, because this one's got to sit for, like, ten days. Yeah. Um, it didn't say much more, though. Ooh clock on the wall says it's time to mash out um there so we'll, we'll we'll come back to that after mashing out i guess sounds, so yeah sounds, for sure sounds we're, good yep uh one thing before we go we we're talking about the nitrogen in the stouts yes that's where if you buy a can of stout it'll have the widget yes in it, and that is nitrogen like is there's it? nitrogen in there i don't know i just uh, always assumed that it was uh, something that helped with pouring Let's come back to it. Okay, we'll, we'll go into that afterwards. Brief Google search. We'll see you guys in a bit. I have to admit, this is one of my favorite fucking songs. Okay, it's the piano outro to Layla. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, by at the time, time was Derek and the Dominoes, not Eric Clapton, as he was. Oh, really? Yeah, so it wasn't an original. So yeah. Anyway. Anyhow, so uh, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Technically, we we were the ones who left. You never left. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we were talking about nitrogen widgets and stuff. Uh, But uh, before we get into that... Uh, What's in the box? It's a very good question. This episode of Into the Mash is brought to you by our Irish Red... (laughs) It's <laughs> a fucking amazing sound. Uh, you're loading shit on your phone again, by the way. Oh, we getting some feedback? <laughs> Why? Hear that? Oh my god, uh, that's that's a lot of fucking uh, outpouring of, of head. Uh, and I can't get this to you in time. This is not gonna work. There, go. So our Irish red, which turns into an Irish brown if you uh, put the bottle down to port the second time. Got an Irish red thief happening over here. Um, This was before we put in the moss, right? I think so, yeah. This brew was pre-moss. Still love the head on this thing, by the way. It looks great. It is a little still cloudy, but we can do this. Yeah, do this again. Um, definitely, mine's Yours cloudier. Yours is more brown. Yep. Because I got the bottom of the bottle. But I was going to bring this up to you. I saw a video just uh, two nights ago. Said X is a product that's out there for home brewing and and brewing bottles. Okay. So when you 
you you prime it as usual, you, but you put this set X as the cap of your bottle, and you put it into your case upside down to finish in the bottle. So the sediment all goes into the cap, and it's a two-part system where you, when you're ready to actually open your beer, you twist the bottom and it closes a valve, and it cuts off the sediment, <laughs> leaving your beer in the bottle. You put it back upright and then remove the cap. Sure. This sounds like a 2 to $3 per cap price. More than likely. Right. But if you're, if you're sticking with bottles, it's a way to eliminate the sediment, and it's, it's kind of nice to not have the, the cloudiness well, yeah, like to it. The, the going is to kegs is the right choice. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Oh, that's fantastic. Moist. Yes, yeah, still very good. Still very good. Um, no, what I what I like about it is that it's it is it's still refreshing. It's got a uh, you have all head. You didn't have any beer in yours, Katie. That was like a shot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have the right uh, receptacle. Yes, plastic the t- plastic. Timmy's cup isn't good enough for me. Yeah. Um, so this was um, naturally carbonated. It was uh, the second brew, right? So uh, I saved this bottle along, and I've got one more um, that is being saved, and it's being for saved. her CFO. Yes. So that she she can definitely have some because um, this was, I think, out of all of our brews so far, this was our favorite. Right. The APA was fantastic. It was really good. I like this one far more. Um, you like this more than the APA? I like this one more. I don't than know. The I like. APA. I do like the red, but a little bit extra hops in the in the APA. I really like that. Yeah. I can't. I can't say one over the other. It just depends on the day, the mood, the weather. Mm. Um. So we we wanted to, or we started talking about nitrogen. Widgets. Uh, nitrogen widgets. Now, uh, for homebrew, oh, look at that. Plastic nitrogen widgets, homebrewtalk.com comes up with. Nothing at all. No. <laughs> no, what? It's a f- forum. Yeah, it was one of those forums. Um, Somebody's saying, Excuse "Yeah, me. you the nitrogen used to increase serving pressure." The, <laughs> the widget is just supposed to be a pouring widget. It's just the widgets are simple pieces. So it's nothing of to do plastic. with the nitrogen. No, the the nitrogen is uh, is is added during the. Um, the canning the canning process so like what the nitrogen that's in there stays in there so the what does the widget do the widget stops from too the, much head uh yeah well essentially it would it, it would stop the sloshing around right so as you're starting to pour it kind of f- forces the liquid to go through the the, the 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 holes that are through the widget okay um but um, so I told you we were going out tonight, right? Like you're taking the kids. Yeah. We're going to Church Brewing Company. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we're actually going to a brewery 
in an old church tonight, and we'll check it out. And there you go. Take some pictures. Um. Yeah, I I think that's uh, that's that's kind of cool. I, the I, I've always enjoyed when they build uh, breweries out of churches. Cause yeah, it's just a very very beautiful look to it. Well, you you mentioned the the fire hall. Yes, in Sackville, that would be a cool spot. I a, a fire hall would make a fantastic brewery. I fireside brewing brewing company or. Uh, well, the f- firemen, unless we're talking about, like, Fahrenheit 451, fi- firemen are supposed to put out fires, not start fires. Anyway, it leaves it open for plenty of names. Yeah. Great names. Um, so, yeah, the... Oops, that's not the window I wanted. God, get out of here, you garbage piece of feckin'... Yeah. So, nitrogen widgets, I don't think, is an actual thing that we can do. It, just just prime with nitrogen. And then, like, if we keg with nitrogen, there there you have nitrogen. If you want to can afterwards, then you need some kind of plastic widget to help with that process. Sure, yeah. But on tap would be good enough to nitrogen. Absolutely. In, in right. And so, that's where we go back to that uh, new CO2.com... Um, their 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 gassing system, right? Um, but you were talking about ungassed ales. Yeah, um, cask beer. Okay. I don't know. I've seen some videos on it, and it's like you need a cellar at a certain temperature, and it's just cask aged beer. And like, are we talking wood casks, or I think so, because. Um, if we can do it with uh, with kegs and just instead of pre- like pressurize like the, the larger kegs, right? Not just like the Pepsi kegs. I mean, like the larger, yeah, the full size, like fifty um, pounds, and just kind of manage that system because it's got to be um, okay. It can be it can be metal kegs. It's okay. not just a cask. That's just well, the that's good because yeah. wooden ca- wooden <laughs> casks are not really a thing that uh, I'd like to get into. It's not we're not we're not whiskey, right? <laughs> like it's right. I don't, I don't it's, mind metal. It's just cans. an interesting twist because I mean it's it's traditional that that's that's how yeah hundreds of years ago that's how it was used and served, right? But not having it pressurized and instead of just pulling a tap at the bar and the beer's pouring out, you're actually leveraging a handle back, and that is pulling the liquid through the system. So it's a it's a pump, not a not a uh, not a valve. But yeah, basically. Your 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 effort in pulling the lever is drawing the liquid through the system. I like the idea. Uh, I don't think we can actually can or bottle that. It no. has to be served at the location, which would definitely make us stand out, right? Like, how, other than Irish or English pubs, who would have something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Right. Um, so the concept of of casking ale, uh, you know, you you said cellar. So. Yeah, or some kind of storage room where there's a specific temperature, but a cellar would be ideal because it would be easier to maintain that temperature. Yeah, being underground and you you, you don't lose the proper temperature in a, a room every time you open a door. You just have a flood of warm air coming in that changes everything. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, on, that, that kind of changes the place that we're looking at, though. Right, right. <laughs> like, it's another variable that we have to consider. Yeah, uh, unless we can replace the cellar with like a uh, with a, like a fridge or cold storage. Well, cold storage is usually underground anyhow, but like a, um, a, a refrigerator that we can still like cask the ale in, right? Regulating the temperature there, and being that they'd be we have metal kegs that we'd be using for casking anyhow. Yeah. But, but it would mean that we need a bigger fridge. And you had actually shown me those, um, the Bruja last-minute cooling things, right? Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I, I think it's a fantastic idea. Because like, I've seen tap walls before where there's like 20 taps and then they just rotate what goes into those taps. Right. Uh, but this is completely different because behind that wall it, that normally is a fridge. Yeah, there's a keg room where everything, there's hoses set up and... Which, I mean, this would be similar, only you're not cooling that entire room. You're just cooling what's coming through that tap. Right. Now, I would like to do a like a rotating wall. Um, not like a rotating wall, like a secret <laughs> passage. I mean, the bookshelf like, that turns around. Yeah. Uh, secret door that has beer in it. You just pull this tap. And, like, I would have got away with it, too, if it weren't for those meddling kids. <laughs> Um, no, I, I was I was thinking like uh, basically a tap wall that's uh, mobile, so that you could use those things, right? Because that would cool it the last second. Cool, it cools and carbonates. Yeah, and it's just like a oh, and carbonates. Yeah, so you, you just hook up hoses from. But how does it? It's just a box that's yeah. like I don't know, ten inches wide by twelve inches tall by eight inches yeah, deep. Yeah. Right? Essentially, it it's mounted a into the wall, uh, it, yeah. about that size. Yeah. But this, it, it, from the ad, it carbonates and, and cools your beer en route to the tap. Hmm. Um, I like the idea a lot. I would like to try to make it mobile so that we can actually see about, you know, uh, setting up a, For a like a brew festival, tent and stuff. yeah, like yeah. something like that, and then right. have that there. Yeah. Because um, like what. When I was out in Waterloo, the, one of the, the breweries out that way, they used to set up a tent in the, um, the tech sector. And so for like a Friday afternoon, they, they, uh, they would sell beer. But it was um, mainly out of uh, just, just tapped kegs right there. Right. So pre-chilled kegs. But as the uh, day goes on, they, yeah, they, they're warmer. It warms up, yeah. yeah. So if that thing is possible, that you can, you know, do everything with last minute, just set up the wall, well, shit, you can even put that in the side of a fucking van. Yeah, yeah, that'd <laughs> just, be amazing. Just pull out a panel, put that, slide that unit forward, right? So, like, you, you cover the outside of the van, right? So yeah. then you just pull that panel off the van, and there they are. The taps are exposed. Right. And all those taps are those boxes plugged into holes on a shelf on the inside. And inside the van you've got a cage set up with kegs. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Be, and so boom, mobile kegging vehicle. Could almost have like a solid awning. Can that please to, be the one that looks like the milk yeah. truck? <laughs> like cuz it's it's promotional vehicle. Beer. Well, it's a promotional vehicle. Yeah. It's, it's it's not the delivery vehicle. So it doesn't have to be huge. Right, it just has to have enough, the uh, you know the uh, storage for when you're using it. Right, so you go to the festival, you bring two kegs of each. Yeah, right, and that's all it needs. It doesn't need to deliver a keg to a location. It can, 
Like, that yeah. could definitely work. And you would just have hoses tied to the frame somehow so you can actually get in there and yeah. yeah. I, like, I love the concept. You know, you just, and then when one keg's running dry, you put it back on the second keg. Yeah. You know, when that one runs dry, sorry, we're out of that fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I like the idea of being able to, to enclose the outside of it so that it's not exposed taps to the outside world. Yeah. So when you get to your location, you unlock it then, open it up, and now you have access to a, 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 a tapping situation. So then you're standing outside the van, yeah, and the taps are at workable height yeah. from the ground. That'd be neat. Something that makes us stand out, right? Right now, everybody's got a fucking Sprinter van, and they just have their marketing written all over it. But that's their delivery vehicle, right? You know, we if we come up with some agreement to to you know to sell beer at, at something like this in you know, not that there's a tech sector out in Halifax. Right. There isn't. No, it's, you have a downtown. Okay. Right. That's pretty much it. But like, I, we're we're talking like um, hundreds of acres of property in Waterloo that is devoted to really big ass, big ass buildings that are all tech companies inside them, and servers. Oh yeah, well yeah. Ser- server racks and whatnot are in there too, but uh, some of them are. Right? Not uh, not every one of them have their have their on site servers. Um, yeah, we're getting away from the, the, the concept of this. The, it's it's a, te- yeah. a technology park, right? So, um, if those work for the mobile van, why not just have the the set location, our brew house, with those things, where you've got a, just a wall of taps that's those style, and then it saves, it saves us having to have an entire cold room to keep kegs in. Absolutely. Right? And then you're not... Well, we, we need some kind of temperate room. Not, a, not necessarily a fridge, but we need a temperate room where we're not going to have overheated kegs of beer. Right. Right? So, like, room some, temperature... So something with a cellar. Uh, something like a cellar, right? Um, but not necessarily down under the ground, right? So, like, a, a temperature-controlled room temperature... Which which show was that? I think it was Community. It's like this is the room temperature room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. Give me a sec. Um, <laughs> that was a good show. I did enjoy a lot of that. Oh, the room temperature room. Yeah, it was. Okay. Oh, I think it was Community. Keep going. I'll be right back. Uh, it starts off with a whole bunch of stuff here and. Oh, he done. He he built an air conditioner with his with being blindfolded. Mr. Barnes, walk with me. All right, all right, all right. So feel that? Actually, I don't feel precisely. <laughs> Have you heard the expression "room temperature"? Of course. This is the room. <laughs> this is the room temperature room. The room temperature room. I can't tell where the air ends and my skin begins. <laughs> it's incredible. That's what we do, Troy. Incredible, invisible, unbelievable things. We're an unseen, John Goodman's unknown, fantastic, by the way. Invincible fraternity of craftsmen. Graduates of this school are guaranteed lucrative employment for their entire lives. And I'm inviting you to join us. Will there always be paninis? There is one catch, Troy. Once you're in, 
you're in. Air conditioning repair will be your life. A life of secrets you'll be unable to share. (laughs) That goes a little too far into the show. But like (laughs) this, you've ever heard of room temperature? This is the room. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, Uh, John Goodman, man, what a great actor. Um, I I don't know if you've ever saw the um, the movie Red State. It was a Kevin Smith movie. it, I don't think I've even heard of it. Yeah, it's it's not like any other Kevin Smith movie. Well, thank you. Kevin okay, Kevin Smith is known for Mallrats, Chasing Amy, uh, Clerks, Jane Silent Bob, Jane Silent Bob, that type of stuff. Dogma, right? After Dogma, he started taking uh, bigger steps, uh, more into the world of who kn- who knows where this is going to land me, right? Red uh, State. Red State. Um, so Red State was a movie about basically the, um, the, you know, that, that crazy, uh, Catholic group down in the States, the Westboro Baptist church. Yeah. Yeah. Think of them. This is a movie about, this is essentially a movie about them. Cult. Yeah. Okay. Very, very culty. Um, but then, uh, good, Goodman is the sheriff in that movie. Okay. And it's still a fantastic job doing so. Uh, and he was paired up against someone uh, who, on the the opposing side. They just blew, blew him. Like you, you can't get much better than this guy. Uh, what the hell is his name now? Um, Red, Red State, IMDb. Uh, why can't I think of his name? And you know what's funny is that at this exact moment, Crystal is yelling at me. She's screaming at me <laughs> because I can't remember his fucking name. Michael Parks. Uh, it, it, John Goodman. Yeah, it is Michael Parks. You're absolutely right. Uh, that is cool. What? Holy fuck! What is that? Helicopter? No, no, no dual prop. Oh. Um. He's drawing pictures. So of his I, <laughs> I got on the. Uh, I I got into a, a conversation with uh, with a friend, Crystal, and. Uh, she she's she's giving me pointers and, and whatnot about the uh, the podcast and how she she stated that she was screaming at me over the you know um, over the fact that it's not uh, Kyle's a liar. <laughs> she goes, "It's Jeff. His fucking name is Jeff." <laughs> <laughs> and then corrected. So yeah, well, no, she's telling me this like, that she's screaming at me while listening to the podcast, right? <laughs> so she's listening Good. in and like without like this long before she told me about this but she's here listening to the podcast I'm missing things and she's screaming at me when I'm not even there oh it's fucking hilarious um, that's perfect it that's, is that's it great. is it, like because she, uh, she she's more of a, a movie nut than I am uh, which is fantastic uh, like um, I, I think that anytime that I can be corrected on shit I, I need it because I know that I misspeak a lot, but no, I'm what? Not, I'm never really wrong. I just misspeak. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. Nah. Um, so this is something I'm learning right now. What's that? So I was on IMDb looking that red state out. Yeah. Went back to the home screen. Bill and Ted face the music. Oh yeah, you haven't heard about those yet? No. There's so, a new Bill and Ted. Yeah. Well, they, they were supposed to write a song, right? They were supposed to write the song to change the world. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then this Be movie... Be excellent to each other. But, but, but they never wrote the song. 
they couldn't finish the song. Really? Yeah. So that's what this movie. That's about. the whole premise. Alicia Silverstone. Uh, she's in that movie. Uh, nope, different show. No, oh, high say. school icons. No, I haven't seen her ben, since ben a Batman Nero. movie. <laughs> a really bad one. Uh, was was that Batman and Robin? She was she bat. She was she was bad, bad girl, bad but girl? yeah, like I think she was. Here, here's the thing. Was that with Clooney? Uh, yes, yeah, that was a Clooney movie. Um, so Batgirl is supposed to be uh, Jim Gordon's daughter. Okay. Okay, but in that Batman and Robin movie, Alicia Silverstone was um, Alfred's granddaughter or something like really? that. Really? Yeah. So they, they took some uh, creative liberty with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it frankly doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to watch it again. <laughs> so... It has zero effect on my life. Uh, yeah, um, I was really hoping that Nolan's movies would come out with a with a fourth, right? Because you've got the, the like the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. But then at the end of uh, the last one with Bane, right? He retires with Catwoman, and they go off. But then the uh, the the cop gets instructions to go to the Batcave, and then that's it, right? Uh, that's uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? He he played the cop who was supposed to be Robin. Oh, okay. Right? You know, like he goes to pick up his stuff from the, you know, from the the, the lawyers that um, you know that left him stuff from the Wayne situation because Bruce Wayne disappeared or died or whatever happened to be during this whole thing. Okay. Um, I don't recall how they explained how Bruce Wayne disappeared when Batman disappeared, but. <laughs> They're never in the same room together. Word <laughs> of me. Um, anyhow, so it ends up with him going into the Batcave, and then they never made a movie about it. Like, and it was like a prime fucking opportunity to make a like a Nightwing movie. Like, I get oh, it. Yeah. He couldn't have been Robin because Robin was Batman's sidekick, but he could have been Nightwing. He could have fucking made a Nightwing. Didn't original movie. Robin became Nightwing, didn't he? Yeah. Well. <laughs> There were many Robins. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where to start with Robin, but uh, the boy Rob- wonder that grew up. Yeah, yeah, he, and but there's like, do do yourself a favor, watch some like a little bit of like Teen Titans, not Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go is just a bunch of fart jokes one after the other. Yes. Yeah. Okay, it's it's designed for kids, right? There's a lot of adult humor in it. But it is designed for the kids to waste time watching. Okay. Right. But Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Uh, definitely. The, watch some of that, that cartoon. Well, what about the Titans? The live action? I actually haven't got around to looking at that at all. Okay. Like, I haven't... It, it, like, I, it's on my radar, but I'm like not really interested in deeping in. I'm looking forward to the new uh, The Boys. The, oh, the next season. Season two coming out. Yeah, is that the end of this month? I hope so. It's the sooner the better. I know what Amanda was telling me about that. Um, that something's coming up, and then we have to watch it together. And I think was, I, I want to rewatch. Oh no, the it's first. the Umbrella, uh, the Umbrella oh, Academy. That number two is coming out of that too. The end of this month. Okay. Yeah. So finish that first season if you haven't. I have. Okay. Yeah, we can't talk about it though. Oh, we can't. In case someone's listening. 
Fuck them. They've had many... <laughs> They're many, not here, and they should be. Many months, right? Yeah. If you haven't watched everything from the Umbrella Academy <laughs> up to, you know, up to, like, you know, right this second, like, you're listening to this. You cannot blame me for the next As of statement. July 26th, 2020. So they're going to listen to this after we record it. <laughs> right. So if, if they haven't seen that show, they've had plenty of time, and they can pause this recording right now. And we're back. <laughs> uh, yeah, the um, yeah the uh, the Umbrella Academy. They uh, have you seen the trailers yet? No, I haven't really been on. Okay, so at the end of the last uh, the end of the last season, they go through the time portal. Right. Okay. Um, it's uh, from what the trailers show. Okay, and having, please, please watch the trailers. Having caused the damage that. Well, they're trying to circumvent the whole moon explosion eve raining and down on. So they jump. They jump backwards in time. Uh, they jump backwards in time, but to stop themselves. Yes, from but um, apparently, because he left his like when he was supposed to assassinate John F. Kennedy, right? He ju- he pushed himself back through time at that mark. He decided he wasn't going to shoot. Uh, he wasn't going to assassinate him because okay. he was the second shooter. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So, because he he decided he wasn't going to do that, he altered time again. So now they go to they they go back and it's still fucked up. And this is uh, five. Uh, five. Yeah. When five. Five. five, five yeah. So he. So when five was in in the past as an old man, right? <laughs> this is already sounding fucked up. When five was in the past as an old man working for the uh, what what do they call themselves? Time Lords. Uh, whatever they were, it's like the, the corporation or something along okay. those lines. Um, so he was working for them. He, he like he himself can actually time travel without a device, whereas the the rest of them they have, have to technology. Use device. Yeah. Right. Um, so he decided that he he was going to try really hard to get back to the past. He screwed something up. Uh, no, sorry, back to the future. <laughs> uh, so he was going to go to the future, but he ended up at, uh, into the future as a child again, right? So he okay. was doing that by himself without the device. Um, and so he, like, he, he left at the moment he was supposed to shoot Kennedy. And that is a key moment that is required for the future. To for season two? For, for season two. Okay. And so like, he, he realizes that, oh, shit, you know, problems exist still um what there's still problems in the world <laughs> well what, what was the name of the other assassin not cha-cha the other one uh, uh hazel i think it was hazel and cha-cha oh yeah yeah okay. Cha- cha-cha was uh mary j blige and uh hazel was the the big white guy which i don't even know his name uh, uh i i am bd uh, i can do that Sorry, I'm, I'm half observing yeah. what's happening with children and dogs. We're, we're in a corridor. That's the problem. Um, the deck. It's a popular me. spot. <clears throat> Anyhow, so the new trailers here. Uh, definitely watch the trailer. Uh, Hazel. Cameron Britton. Cameron Britton. Uh, he is in season two for sure. Season one... Why, why do they have him listed as 10 episodes? That's weird. Because I've seen him in the trailer. But Mary J. Blige played Cha-Cha, and, and Cameron Britton played Hazel. Okay. 
but he shows up to explain to Five the the problem that exists again. And then there's more assassins at this point. New assassins. Oh, yeah. from the corporation thing? Yeah, yeah. So, uh... And then, uh... uh Ellen Page, Tom Hopper... I can hear your dog in my microphone. That's okay. <laughs> She's a dog. She can't be quiet. It's fine. Dogs do that. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow, so the Umbrella Academy, again, end of this month, it's uh, season two. So uh, that's what I'm doing for like three days straight. <laughs> the binge. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, uh, the boys, that's like... This fall, we'll, we'll see more of that. Um, did I tell you on like I you you were aware of the censorship that I did in our previous episode, right? Yeah, you mentioned it. Yeah, uh, did I tell you how long it took me to to fight that? Like to I I, like I wrestled with that decision. That yeah, I, I wrestled for. It's about half an hour to an hour of just me mentally beating myself up. Because hmm. the last thing I want to do is censor myself. My shelf? Myself, right? I'm, I'm not a fan of, of censoring for the sake of censoring. But there was... Uh, I repeated a statement that uh, was from, the, from a video that we were talking about. Um, and it pissed me off of what they said. What yeah. they said themselves pissed me off. I said the words. Then people are going to say, you said the words. Sure, but in the same case, I, I don't regret saying what I said because I was repeating it and I wasn't pointing it at anyone. There was no harm involved, right? It's just I didn't, I didn't necessarily think that it brought any value to our show. Okay. Um, but in the same case, the aspect of not censoring is why I like our show. Right? Like I love the idea of being able to say anything I want. Right? There should be no ramification of being me saying what I want. But there was that segment in my head that said, but it it doesn't add to anything. You're just saying it for the for the, yeah. the sake of repeating it, but it doesn't give you anything to the show. So let's get rid of it. And so I sat there wrestling with that decision for uh, for a while, and then eventually I just became an adult and said, "Fuck it, it's gone." And so I searched for some noise. It ended up being a cuckoo clock um, <laughs> to bleep out the word. To bleep out the word because I didn't want to add just a beep. I thought that was stupid, so I, I used the comical version of, of at least you know a cuckoo clock. Um, like I, I understand that that people hold certain words problematic in their own lives right yeah context matters though the word problematic has become problematic <laughs> did yeah. you ever listen to that Lindsay Shepard the thing that I sent you oh the, the actual one. meeting with no me? I haven't got around to it yet actually. man you, you good memories on that one that go I, back and listen to that yeah. it's 45 minutes and it's so painful to listen to because they it's just like openly trying to smear this person it's twisted. She and the silly thing is, the this this group of people, the the wokest in the in the university, 
said there was a com- there were there was one or many complaints from the classroom from the students that were involved. One or many? Yes. One or many. This is because it's the double speak sh- like Orwellian shit that you're not you're not allowed to know what they're talking about. You just have to accept that they're right. But there were no complaints from the classroom. They just heard that she showed a video that included Peterson and she had to be stopped because these these were first year students that she showed it, showed these videos or a video that was relevant to the conversation that was being had in the classroom and these young first year students who are all adults they're all over 18 they're still too immature to be able to handle it yeah. according to these people like it's in, infantilizing like broadly society like you're not allowed to think anything you just well, accept what the wokest tell you and move and, on and that that is part of why I struggled with this right was simply that someone's going to take offense to the you know me repeating a word right but in the same case like I shouldn't be uh, I shouldn't be held accountable for how someone takes offense you're allowed to be offended by yeah. anything yeah. A color can offend someone. A sound can offend someone. A fart. A smell. A smell. <laughs> yeah, a fart <laughs> can definitely offend someone, right? But it's it's like you're permitted to be offended. That's the best part. Isn't there there's a I think there's a comedian that has a, a bit about that offended. You know what happens when you're offended? Nothing. I'm going to imagine it's a Carlin thing. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's not uh, Carlin. I want to say he's Australian. Uh, um, but it, it's. I did the, I did the the the, the one thing that I that I, that I really disliked doing, and the the, the reason I did it was kind of to to protect you, more so than me, but maybe even protect my family. Right? This is greater than me, unfortunately. Um, let, let's assume that the worst case scenario comes out of this. That you know, oh, the mob, the mob shows up. The mob shows up at, at our door, doxes, you know, both me and, and and you, and put puts somebody in jeopardy because uh, I didn't censor a word. Well, that's part of the problem that mob rules thinks I, that they're right. And exactly. So now I have to do the one thing that I dislike more than anything else is put a muzzle on someone. Whether it's myself or anyone else, it doesn't matter. I dislike the concept of censorship. Yeah. And it's just, it's not fair because everyone is it has, has an opportunity to speak their mind and should have that opportunity. Well, freedom of speech is, goes hand in hand with freedom of conscience like you're allowed to think anything I wish we have to be free to think I wish we had more freedom of speech yeah so Uh, what what did you find with your comedian Steve Hughes was the comedian Hughes wait that is the other side of health and safety which is health and safety which is a small oppression of our physical movement so we can't do anything without permission from the state definitely sounds like an Aussie correctness the oppression of our intellectual movement so no one says anything anymore in case somebody else gets offended what happens if you say that and someone gets offended? Well, they can be offended. Huh? What's wrong with being offended? 
When did sticks and stones made break my bones stop being relevant? Isn't that what you teach children, for God's sake? That's what you teach toddlers. He called me an idiot. Don't worry about him. He's a dick. <laughs> now you have adults going, I was offended. I was offended and I have rights. Well, so what? Be offended. Nothing happens. And it goes on. I'm not going nice. to play too much because nice. this, this guy's material. Hughes? Steve Hughes. Steve Hughes. Okay. I'll give him a listen. Yeah. Um, where are we in our brew today? Sorry. Oh, we haven't even talked about that yet, have we? We are working on our O'Davies Irish Stout. Yeah, this is our first Irish um, Stout. So you were pretty impressed, cause impressed by the grain build, right? It's nine pounds of it's uh, a brown stuff. It's fairly light. But, well, not really, because there's only how many, is it a half pound of roasted barley? Uh, so it's six pounds of the pale malt. It's one pound of roasted and two pounds of flaked... Flaked barley. Fla- yeah, flaked barley. Okay. And so you didn't mill the flaked barley. It's already processed. Yeah. You milled all the grain, all the barley. So out of the milled stuff, right, it's a one to six. Right. With, you know, uh, another two pounds of flaked beyond that, okay? Right. But that one pound is the only dark. Everything else is, is like, light brown. And it is black yeah the the like black our work is black at this point you're right which is pretty great i think so. you got a picture with the reflection off of the <laughs> the top of the yes i, I get mash. you waving at me through the reflection of the of the wart it's pretty funny um but you know, like it's, it's like a, a mirror like that's how amazing that looks the um I, i'm just i mean i'm in, you know i'm very impressed you're absolutely there's no other word i could use it's just i'm impressed how very little dark made a dark wart and at this point we are into the boil about halfway into the boil there was only uh, one hops edition at 60 minutes oh actually we should do the 15 minute stuff are we at that point is that we, 45? we are at that uh, that point okay it's not so we need the irish moss and the yeast and nutrients yeah we can very quickly take care of that okay and it's like no one's gonna notice but we're gone ready three two one <laughs> i was I, I tricked you. We didn't even go anywhere. <laughs> uh, all right. So the uh, what we're calling the Dark Knight. Can we call sure. it? Sure. Nice. So the Dark Knight has been put into... F- Trade, trademark. Dark Knight. Sure, might as well. <laughs> Dark Knight Irish Stout. Um, that has been put into primary fermentation. Um, I'm pretty sure that you really want to give this half attempt. So we tried our... Our attempt was to flip them upside down and see if it did anything for a yes. few days. So it, that the car- was the problem was that there was no carbonation. Yeah, it didn't finish in the bottle. So this is why we're moving towards kegs. But just to test if this attempt at recarbonating or reactivating the yeast worked. Uh, well, because it was this was step one if we were going to do it right to turn them upside down. Yeah. Step or option two at that point would have been um, to to repitch. Or keg with forced carbonation. Right. And we've so, chosen forced carbonation. Since we're moving that way. Which anyway. by far is the best force power to have. Force carbonation. <laughs> you are bubbly. <laughs> oh, what's in the box? What's in the box is our half. Give it another second shot. Not much pressure. No, that seems like there's a minimal head going on again. Uh, did you get to see one of the responses from the question on the Facebook page? 
I did. I read them. Uh, so one of them was. Uh, it doesn't matter. Just yeah. There you go. There's some head. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, so one guy said, "Just put it over ice and say that's how it was supposed to be." <laughs> exactly the same as it was. It's a. It's like a lemonade. Yes. A non shandy. Yeah. Is that a. That's a British. Non-carbonated? Like young person's alcoholic beverage. Uh, another suggestion was to pour it with Sprite, which is how the Germans drink their Rattlers. Really? So I did I did see that, but do I, don't, have, I don't think so. Do you, do you have any Sprite? No. Want to pour some Coke Zero into it? Mmm. <laughs> Excited about that. No, no. We don't have any Sprite. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> and that sounds good. We can grab the soda stream again. <laughs> Did you post that picture? I haven't posted the picture, no, no. but uh, yeah, I probably should, shouldn't I? Uh, of the, the bubbly bottle of amazement. So the other thing I, I sent you was a, a bottle cap carbonation attachment where you just force carbonate in the bottle. <sighs> yep. <clears throat> so it was like $30 for one little blue plastic cap to screw onto our bottles. Mm -hmm. Doesn't help us with our flip top bottles, but... no. And, and that's kind of why I said it was uh, um, seemed a little pricey for a one-time use. Is that it only works for the plastic bottles, right? And we're not planning on keeping we're going to kegs. So. Yeah. Well, it's not that we're we're not planning on keeping the plastic bottles. We're going to go to the flip tops. Yeah, flip tops kegs, is where, yeah. where we preferred, right? Um, it's still it's difficult. Uh, it is. It, it's a fight to down it, but in the same case, just think it is alcohol still. Alcohol. Alcohol. Alcohol is... It's a hell of a drug. There you go. Um, anyhow. Akira, the dawn. What? Have you, there's, um, I think it's a British DJ or something. And he takes speeches by influential people like Jordan Peterson, Jocko Willink, and he puts them to, like, club music. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And it's just repeating important ideas throughout the song. Dude. And one of them is alcohol is a hell of a drug. And it's Jordan Peterson talking through... <clears throat> let's let's figure that a one out. Akira the Dawn. Yeah. Oh, the Dawn. Yes. Oh, it's totally not Akira the Dong. No. <laughs> I was like, it is not. No, it's Akira the Dawn. The Dawn. Okay, good. Whew. <laughs> um. So, uh, basically, when we move on to the the kegging situation and everything else, that's you going to the internet again. Stop going on the internet. <laughs> Feedback. Um, well, it, it's like a radio interference. Yeah. Um, not that we have any wireless things here, but my my computer's Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, and your the Katie's computer, Wi-Fi. Where we've got a, a corridor right now of, of you know signals, lots of wireless things, lots of wireless things going on. So it's somehow it's picking up every time that you go on the internet. Um. Yeah. Yep. We have to fix that half. That's no good. No. Well, like I said, we're we're going to uh, uh, we're going to keg it. Like like I said, I'll, I'm going to bring all the bottles that we have right now. I'm going to bring them all to Noble Grape, and the keg that I have. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to sanitize the keg first, but um, yeah. So I'll bring all of that to Noble Grape, and immediately after filling it, we'll close it up, and he'll purge it and 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 uh, just pump the CO2 to it. 
happen. Yeah, like so, pump the CO two into it and kind of let some of the beer out that's being you know uh, being pressurized. Just the air, just the pressure relief valve to let the air out, right? I don't know. Pump the uh, CO two in. I figured if you just so run it through the whole system the way it's supposed to go, we know that it's working properly, right? It's where the liquid comes out and the carbon dioxide goes in, and if it goes the whole system, then we know that it's primed and everything's good. Just priming it and letting the seal, the letting the seal open. I, I don't know if that does anything. Like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I'm not doing it yeah. myself, right? Let me know how it goes. Sure. Um, but he said he'd be willing to help us on that one, which is really nice. Cool. Yeah. So I guess we should probably tell people to go to Noble Grape out in Dartmouth. True. Go go talk to Dan. Dan knows what he's doing. Dan's the man. Yeah, he probably hears that a lot. Like, no. Really? No, the first time. Must be. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Fuck. St- there are some stupid nicknames out there, uh, or or uh, monikers, I guess, that have been given to people. I uh, bought some brick off of a, an older man yesterday for my fire pit. It's a good segue. Uh, it is kind of because yeah. I'll get there in a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I introduced Amanda and myself. I said, uh, "This is my wife, Amanda. I'm Daryl." And he goes, "I'm Larry." And I'm like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> so immediately, <laughs> I said, "Well, I guess we should find ourselves another Daryl, and then we're set." Uh, this is Daryl, my brother Daryl. Yeah, so I'm Larry, it's my brother Daryl, and my other brother Daryl. I've had to live with that fucking for shit forever. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so there's some really shitty monikers that people get out there. Obviously, Dan the Man, right? Uh, people say that constantly. It's it rhymes. Like, it does. It rhymes well. Yes. Um, we've already talked about how, how the Y from your name gets added to mine. Yeah. So, so you know it becomes Murph and Woody and Woody. It's inevitable. The um, just accept it. Just go with it. Yeah. Anyhow, so um, that's it for the Irish Stout. It, it is in primary. Yeah, it's in primary fermentation. Uh, we got some cleanup to do. Uh, obviously, nobody wants to listen to us while we clean up. It's just like pretend that you're you're watching two sweaty men do dishes. There you go. Right, that's not pleasant. No, that's no. why we we let them we, we let people go before we do. So shit stop like that. filming this. <laughs> filming, right? Re- recording. <laughs> uh, what did I want to say? Oh, um, yeah. So our, our next brew, we need to uh, follow the list here or inject some stuff because we're looking at a peaches and cream cream ale. If uh, if you want to go that or. You mentioned a Belgian Moon clone, yeah. Possibly you could add that in the list, and th- but that's a it's another wheat. That beer. is another wheat beer, yeah. So we'll see. But it's wheat with orange. Little hint. Yeah. Dang. Uh, you were bringing up the idea of maybe a, a double IPA. Yeah. An IPA or or, or we Explore the regions of IPA, like a New England. New England IPA. There's a East Coast. West Coast, yeah. they they vary in their hops and their flavor, and so that might be interesting to like back to back choose coastal IPAs. Oh, or something. there's right. an idea. Battle of the coast. Ba- battle of the, of the pale ales. East Coast is the best. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, <we're gonna laughs> That's why you make both. <laughs> right. 
Uh, so yeah, we'll have to add to that list and we'll uh, make a decision um, what goes in next, right? Because right now they're just kind of floating in the list. Uh, but we have another show to do before we choose, so don't worry. Right? Okay, we'll um, talk about it on our next episode of Into the Match. Yeah, we could definitely do that when we have Dave Zalatoris with us from uh, Beer in Front. So... Um, you know, if you haven't listened to his stuff yet, please check him out. He's on uh, Spotify, um, or you can go to his uh, his website, beerinfront.com, um, and we will have him on our next show and maybe even make an appearance on his show. So look at that. We're Exciting. world travelers Exciting. now. All the way to Chicago. Go to Chicago. Chicago. All right. Well, uh, let's close this off. All right, uh, people have listened to us drone on for long enough. We got some cleaning to do, and uh, and then I'm going to go and babysit your kids. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to go to church. You're going to take me to church. No, don't. No. Just to the brewery. I'll go to the brewery. You go to the church. Uh, so thank you, everyone, again. Uh, we will see you in episode 16. And, uh, well, thank you again for listening. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>